Hey there, I'm Jenna. I banged out a PhD in four years, landed my dream job in regenerative medicine, and shortly thereafter had to become my own best doctor to overcome SIBO, adrenal insufficiency, and crippling fatigue. And now I'm a functional nutrition coach that helps other type A go-getters achieve the life of their dreams without compromising their health. Welcome to the Fit to Thrive podcast. Go ahead and grab your espresso and let's dive in. Hey there, how's it going? Okay, so I don't talk about this very much, but I stopped drinking in early 2022 and I haven't drank since then. Um, And I won't say that it's forever, but I also don't really have any plans to start drinking again anytime in the near future. Uh, And I mean, (laughs) so I grew up in Wisconsin, so basically now I'm the black sheep of the state. Uh, (laughs) Never invited back. No, obviously that's a joke, but it is certainly more unique, right? And I guess as I'm diving into this, I do want to be mindful to mention, like, I don't have a problem with alcohol. I've never really been a big drinker. I, of course, did enjoy going out, having a really good time, um, particularly in some of my younger years. And, you know, as I've aged like fine wine, I love a really good wine with dinner. And then, of course, you know, the occasional party where I might overindulge. And so on one hand, it wasn't really a big change for me when I stopped drinking, but like, oh my gosh, you would think that I did something quite remarkable by the way that people reacted to it. Um, And not that anyone, I don't think there was anyone who was ever like intentionally rude or overtly judgmental, but I would get asked all the time, like, why don't you drink? And Basically, I would just respond with like, I'm working through some health stuff. It's it's just really detrimental to me right now. Or like, my body is not processing alcohol well right now. And so for my health, I just don't drink at the moment. And like, in all fairness, like both versions of those were versions of the truth. I'm pretty sure nine out of 10 people just assumed I was pregnant. Like, you know, they went, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, wink, wink. Like, we get it. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll wait for the announcement in a couple months, you know, Um that was uh, never the case. (laughs) So, but like how this all really started was that in 2021 is when I really started working on my health. Um, And I've shared about this a little bit before, but I became increasingly aware of my adrenal issues at that time. And essentially by the end of 2021, I really only would drink like maybe if we went to a wedding or like, again, like nice dinners, we get like a wine or whatever. But even with those occasions, I really started noticing how even like one drink or two drinks would really impact me. And it's like it wasn't even just that maybe I was getting hungover. It was like I would have these mental health hangovers and severely increased fatigue for the next several days to to like a week time frame. And so, like, for example, I went to a really good friend's wedding. We had a freaking blast. It was so much fun. Um, had an amazing time, indulged quite a bit. And honestly, I really didn't even feel that hungover the next day, which I was like, oh, praise be. Thank you. But for the next like week or so, I had this really dark cloud hanging over me all of the time. Um, and I'm someone who I've struggled with depression and suicidal thoughts and tendencies for the better part of my adolescent life and adult life. And so 
if you've ever been in like a similar headspace before then maybe you get what I mean when I just say like the the dark cloud like everything around me was muted and I felt this weird mixture of numbness with a simultaneous overwhelm and doom and depression um and so that experience after that wedding was a pretty pivotal time for me because I was like my mental health had been quite good for some time like really great actually the best it's ever been (laughs) and this seemed so out of nowhere that I was really taken off guard and I I didn't at the time really connect the two um and so you know fast forward like a few weeks later I went out, had a really good time. And and this instance is where I did start connecting the dots because after that, I was like, I had this extreme wave of fatigue. It just swept over me, both physical, mental, emotional. I was basically just like demolished from all angles. And and that's when I started thinking like, hmm, maybe maybe this is related. Maybe this is connected. Uh, at, at that point I had heard before, like obviously alcohol can impact your mental health. I had heard there were connections to it. I hadn't really explored it very much. Um, but I decided, you know, I I didn't really drink anything for several months, um, after that as kind of like a self experiment. And this is when people started noticing and it was so awkward for me. Like, you know, several times you go and you're like, oh no, I'll just have this. Or like, oh no, I'm not drinking today. And then like the whys and the looks and the thoughts. And like, I am kind of like hyper aware of being in that situation. And I have a little bit of, I'm like pretty introverted. So a little bit of social anxiety. And so being put in those situations where then it's all of a sudden everyone is like questioning why you're doing something, whether they're saying it out loud or you can just kind of like tell based off of their looks on their faces like this was a really awkward and challenging time for me and I remember having to feel like I needed to make excuses for myself like oh no like really explaining like I'm I'm having these hormone issues and I'm having this stuff and I just it's like really bad for me right now kind of like almost oversharing to make sure that someone didn't think like oh she's just weird and it really came to a point for me because I remember my husband making a comment about about someone else, but making a comment at the time, like, oh, well, should we even invite them to the happy hour? Like, they don't drink. Um, like, you know, they won't even participate. Like, why should we invite them? And and it hit me so hard. Um, and I immediately kind of, like, called them out on it. It was like, well, would you not invite me? Like, would you say that? Like, do you think I'm no fun? Like, I'm not drinking right now. And the look on his face, like, he really felt bad, but I was like, this, this was like one of my biggest fears around this whole topic realized in that moment. Like if I don't drink, will I miss out on social events, professional networking opportunities, friendship moments, you know, like in a lot of that stems from when I was in college, I had dislocated my hip. I suffered this femoral nerve damage. And while I was recovering from that injury, I didn't drink because I mean, I could barely walk sober. (laughs) for a long time. (laughs) And the doctors had told me as I was starting to do the recovery and really getting into PT, like one wrong, like, you know, you have to run in a straight line on like a track. Like you can't run outside on the sidewalk because, you know, like one wrong step, you could tear your ACL. And I mean, that was even before I was, I could, I couldn't run at that time. I was just walking, but you know, one wrong step and you tear your ACL. And with all the other aspects of the injury that I was working to overcome, like that would have ended my collegiate soccer career for sure. And it was already a small miracle that I 
had gotten to the point that I was where I was walking again. So I didn't drink like mm-mm, it was a no for me. And and so I would like usually hang out with my friends during the pregame and usually not go to the party or the bar with them because that was just like a lot for my leg at the time anyways. And then at some point when I was like doing this, my best friend like stumbled into me at the house and like hit my leg and I got this really sharp, intense pain. And immediately I was like, oh my God, it happened. Like I'm done. Like this, I don't know what just happened, but like it was so painful. I remember like going immediately back to my room, like not saying goodbye to anyone. Um, and like, luckily it turned out to be nothing. It was fine. Like I, I was get, I was getting like a lot of really, um, sudden pains. That's like something that happens with nerve damage. And so it ended up being fine. But I remember thinking like, shit, I can't even be around them when they're drinking because I don't want them to accidentally hurt me. And so, so then I stopped even hanging out like during the pregame and then I stopped getting invited to everything. And there were rumors that started getting spread about why I wasn't going out with them anymore. And like my entire friend group, I felt pretty abandoned. I felt extremely abandoned during a time that was already really challenging for me. And so to say that some emotions were brought up at the idea of like being excluded over not drinking for another health reason Uh, that would be like an understatement of the century. Basically, there was many emotions that were brought up. And so bringing us now full circle back to like the current story, I had gone probably four months without drinking at this point and went over to our good friend's house to celebrate Easter. And I brought over this wine that I had purchased before I stopped drinking. It's from um, Dry Farm Wines. And it's basically this like super clean, organic, low sugar wine. It's actually like slightly lower in alcohol content. Like I think they're usually closer to 9% instead of like 13, 14%, something like that. Um, And I had two glasses while we were there enjoying the time. We had such a good time. And then for the next week, I felt this overwhelming like despair depression fatigue basically everything that I had noticed the last time and I was devastated I mean I don't need to go I'm at this point I think I was 30 or 30 years old I was like I don't need to be going out to the club getting trashed or like literally anything wild or crazy but like was my body this broken that I couldn't even enjoy a glass of wine with my friends without having like really scary I'll just come on and say it like really scary like suicidal ideations and things like that afterwards like that was a really devastating realization for me and that was Easter of 2022 it's currently summer of 23 and I haven't drank since then um I my husband every now and then be like well you have to try this and it's usually something with like whiskey in it and I don't like whiskey and he's always like I think you might like this one you should just try it and then I try it and I'm like oh that was the most disgusting thing I've ever had in my life and he laughs and we're both like I'm like oh once again so like so like it's not like I, I it's not like oh it doesn't touch my tongue it's like but I don't order a drink like I don't get my own drink I like don't have really much more than a sip to like taste it right and my mindset around this has has actually really changed since then Uh, I was, when I stopped drinking originally, I was really going through this big season of healing for my adrenals. So throughout the beginning part of that time, I just kind of pushed away all of the thinking and reflecting about it and like those big emotions I was having because it was just what was best for my adrenals if I didn't drink. And so for a long time, I used that reasoning. Um, And then recently someone asked me if I thought I'd start drinking again now that my adrenals are healed. 
you know, and again, like nothing crazy. I'm like not going out to the clubs, but I do like sincerely miss getting a good glass of red wine with dinner. Um, and I really had to think about it because while part of me wants to say like, yeah, why don't I try it and see how it goes? There's a pretty big part of me that says like, I don't really think it's worth it. Um, because over the last year and a half or so, like my mental health has never been better. I've had less panic attacks. I've had less intrusive thoughts. I've had less days where it's hard to get out of bed and do the things I love. I've been able to show up for myself much better and for the people I love. And I just don't know if I want to disrupt that. Um, and I think like that's part of it. But the other part of it is I've also found a lot more confidence in approaching situations where other people will be drinking. And I've I've really found peace with being able to just like go up and order the sparkling water or like bring a fun mocktail that I really enjoy with me to the barbecues. And I actually recently found this tequila alternative and it's smoky like a mezcal. And I just mm, chef's kiss. I love the drinks that I make with that. And so this time has really taught me that like the ways that I used to use alcohol to cover up some of my own social anxiety. Like if you would normally go uh, somewhere and need a drink to go dance on the dance floor at a wedding, like what is actually stopping you from going out there and tearing it up sober? Why, like, why can't you let loose and do that without the alcohol? It's like, it's a pretty good self-reflection exercise. Let me just say. And, and was I doing things and feeling the need to drink just to like feel accepted when in reality I can just be myself and like if someone's gonna think less of me because I'm not drinking or because of my actual personality like I don't know fuck them I I I probably don't need them in my life and so I felt kind of compelled. This is a, a probably a weirder, uh, maybe a little bit different episode than I've shared previously, but I felt compelled to share it for a couple of reasons. One, I don't think the link between alcohol and its potential impact on your mental health, I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, we know alcohol has an impact on our physical health, right? Like, But the impact on your mental health is something I don't think gets highlighted quite enough um, because the interconnection between your mental health and your physical health is so important. And so for me, there was this direct link between drinking alcohol and feeling this overwhelming depression and leading me into really dark places with my mental health. And so if you're someone who struggles with your mental health regularly, it might be something that you critically consider and evaluate in your own life. Um, if this is a change that you could make that might have a dramatic impact on your quality of life. Uh, and then there's also a practical aspect to why I'm sharing it in that a lot of my clients, the health journey that they're on, you know, whether you're healing your gut, restoring your hormone balance, healing your adrenals, like those are all going to require some sober time. And <laughs> any way that you slice it, Alcohol is a toxin, right? It's going to make your body work extra hard to detoxify and to be able to run all of the normal processes that you're working on. So if you have another system in your body that's already a bit dysfunctional, alcohol is your worst enemy. Um, it, It absolutely trashes your gut. It makes your body in a much more challenged position to have balanced hormones. For men, we know that alcohol can like trash your testosterone. Um, I mean, 
And if you're also, if you're into adrenal fatigue, the alcohol is taking you further into it. It makes your body less resilient to stress. There's a lot of different aspects to it. And so I kind of explain that to say, if, if you need to take some sober time to heal yourself and you're uncertain about how to navigate that, particularly in social situations, like for my ladies, will everyone think I'm pregnant? Yeah, they might. Will you stop being invited to social things? Will people think you're weird? Will you be able to actually like let loose and have fun at the, at the events while you're sober? Like I'm here to tell you, yeah, they might think you're pregnant. You know, they might think you're weird, but you are absolutely capable of letting loose and having fun and being yourself, even if you're the sober one. Um, you know, it might actually help you realize which of your friends you enjoy hanging out with when alcohol's not involved. And that's an interesting self-reflection as well. Like if, if the only thing you're ever doing with your friends is going out and drinking, like maybe you should find some friends who have extra hobbies that will help support you better on your journey. Um, and so there's a lot of different reasons why this is an important topic, why I felt like it was, uh, worthy of sharing and getting a little bit vulnerable. I don't usually open up on this, this topic super often, um, but felt like it was really time for me to share about it a little bit more fully. So if you are like sober curious, I think is a phrase that people use, or you have any questions, you know, my DMs are always open and I will catch you next time. Thanks for listening to the Fit to Thrive podcast. I'd love to hear your thoughts. So please leave me a review. And if you loved the episode, snap a screenshot and take me on Instagram. Catch you next time.